Welcome to the Nest Podcast, a podcast that recognizes your struggles as a parent and offers advice on how to acknowledge your truth as a parent so that you can raise strong, independent children mindfully without losing yourself. I'm your host, Marilyn Medina, an educator, mother of three, and parenting coach. Here I will challenge you to get to know yourself better, support the trials that arise in parenting, and offer actionable advice that will make the journey with your child in your nest and their departure out of it significantly smoother. Again, welcome to part two of our mini series on wellness. Today, we are going to talk about emotional clearing. So, hopefully, you've had a chance to listen and kind of think about what we talked about last time um, as far as Ayurveda, basically, an introduction to Ayurveda. During that podcast, I explained to you that one of the main components of Ayurvedic wellness is your emotional health. And so it's one thing to focus on your emotional health now that you've got some tools, right? And as you're learning some tools, but one thing that we don't necessarily think about unless we have had major trauma is the emotional baggage, for lack of a better word, that we carry with us from our lives, right? And I know people who have had trauma know this already. They recognize that they need to do some emotional clearing or that it would be beneficial to do some emotional clearing. But if you haven't had acute trauma, you might not recognize that you're carrying some emotional gunk through that that's just sort of been building and hiding your whole life. So what happens with this emotional gunk is that it, it settles, it settles into your body and it presents itself as, you know, aches and pains and disease and, and just gunk and sludge. So if we can slowly over time release some of this emotion and also learn how to deal with our emotion presently and in the future, you are going to feel lighter and more capable of living a life, not of reactivity, but of response, which is, I think, a really huge goal for a lot of parents, right? It's really, when you, if you could go to bed at night and say, hey, I handled everything that was thrown at me today with grace, that is a win. Because most nights, I think most of us go to bed and go, oh, I should have handled that differently or I should have been a better listener or I should have said something different. So by clearing all this crap, we have room in our mind to handle things more gracefully, which is a goal of mine. Um, And I would guess it is for most parents. Ayurveda recognizes that this emotional health is one of the fundamental pillars of health. So if you remember, I went over six pillars. This particular one, emotional health, is just as important, but most often neglected, but it's just as important as your quality of sleep, nutrition, meditation, and just kind of living in harmony with our biological rhythms, which is the goal of Ayurveda. 
just to recap, this ancient study has known for like 5,000 years what modern science has recently verified, and that is our emotional well-being and our minds are undeniably connected to our physical health. So you can work out for three hours a day and eat as cleanly as possible and sleep for eight hours a night. But if your mind is jumbled with unexpressed emotions, you are not going to be at your optimal health. So today, I'm just going to very briefly teach you a process for emotional clearing that's going to help release some accumulated emotional pain, which is going to free you to experience happiness and well-being. This is a seven-step process, and I'm going to go through it now. And then it's also in my newsletter. So if you have not yet subscribed to my newsletter, I will put that in the notes how to do that. Um, because if you're like me, I'm super visual and I want to see it laid out. So I'll send that in the newsletter as well for you. Okay, so the seven-step process. The first step is to take responsibility for what you're feeling. So when you find yourself reacting emotionally to other people, it's often because they're reflecting something that applies to your own nature. We are innately drawn to and notice qualities in others that we see in ourselves. So the first step to clearing is to accept responsibility for how we're feeling without judgment. And that is a, like a key phrase that you're going to hear over and over again in Ayurvedic wellness without judgment. I've said over and over and over again that the first step to any process is in awareness. Be aware that you're snapping at your kids so that you can make the changes that you need to. Or be aware that you get your feathers ruffled when XYZ happens. Awareness is key, but connected to that is non-judgment because it's not going to do us any good if we're like, oh my gosh, I suck because blah, 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 blah. Okay. Well, that's not helpful to anybody. Recognize what you're doing. Don't judge yourself for it and then make some changes if they're needed. So take responsibility for your feelings. That's the first step. The second step and I think this is the most important, is to name your feelings. Be as specific as possible. So remember that our simplest emotion to claim is often anger, right? I'm so mad. But more often than not, there's a deeper feeling behind that. Anger is the easiest. But fear, frustration, Shame, loneliness, disappointment, those are harder to deal with. Those are kind of uglier if you look at them. And so we don't want to deal with them. So we just call them anger. I'm angry with you because da 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 da. Okay, actually, I'm sad because da 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 da. Or I'm feeling really disappointed because da, 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 da. But please remember when you're labeling your feelings, do so with personal responsibility. For example, saying, I feel lonely 
is more self-empowering than I feel abandoned. Abandoned is something that someone did to you. Lonely is your feeling. And if it's yours, you can deal with it. The third step is to witness the feeling in your body. Very few people do this step. Very few people do because we don't like it, right? We don't like these negative feelings. So we just like go away. We stick them away. But if you can take a minute to witness the actual feeling that this emotion is evoking, you are one step closer to feeling better. Our thoughts actually trigger physical reactions, releasing chemicals that have a life of their own. And the energy of the emotion must be dissipated before we can move forward. So just observe the feeling again without judgment. Allow your attention to embrace the sensation in your body. By simply experiencing the physical sensations, some of the emotional charge will all automatically dissipate. And you'll be able to hear the message that the emotion is carrying. Trust me, this seems weird, but it works. So for example, if you feel deeply sad, you may feel a heaviness in your heart, right? Like physically, you can feel it. Or your throat kind of starts to to close up. Our natural desire is for this feeling to go away because we don't like it. It doesn't feel good. But if we don't address it, it will continue to fester. Whereas if we draw our attention to it and rather than try and push it away, we just sort of sit with the feeling patiently, it will eventually lessen. Oh my God, trust me, try it. It does not seem comfortable. It's not comfortable, but it's only uncomfortable for a short time. Then it goes away. So think of this analogy. You have a toddler who keeps saying, mom, 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 mom. If you ignore her, she might go away. But guess what? She's coming back, right? Guaranteed. But if you take a second and you acknowledge her, she's probably going to be appeased and go on her way. Same thing with emotions. The fourth step is to express the emotion in private to yourself. So the first three are kind of in the moment, you can do them anywhere things. Now we're kind of taking the next step to, I really want this feeling to be quote handled. So the next few steps, you're actually going to have to make a conscious effort to make the time to do them. So the fourth one is to express the emotion. So write about your feelings or speak them out loud, man. If you're in your car by yourself, first of all, yay you. But secondly, awesome time. Like just talk about it. Talk about your feelings. Nobody's going to know. They're going to think you're on the phone. Express the feelings or keep a journal just for this purpose. So here's the next part of this step. Go ahead and allow memories of similar situations to come to the surface and write or talk about them too. So if you are feeling lonely because this happened, allow, don't shove it down. Allow other times 
that you have felt this feeling come to the surface as well. Bring it all in the net. Use the language that accurately conveys what you're feeling. Remember, use those empowering statements. Take you as much time as you want. Write pages. Talk for, you know, 10, 15 minutes about it. Sometimes if your feelings are because of an interaction that you had with someone else, write them a letter, tear it up. You don't have to give it to them, but write it out or have an imaginary conversation with them and just express all of the, all of that gunk, let it out. Fifth step, release the emotion through some sort of ritual. Okay. You have now dredged up the bottom of your swamp with this net full of feelings. You have to release it. So go for a walk, listen to some music. Um, my favorite is if you can find some time by yourself, dance it out, man, turn on your dosha charging music and dance it out. This is going to discharge the emotion from your physiology. A lot of people use running for this, right? They'll go, they'll take off on a run. Well, they're not just exercising their body. They're releasing this emotional toxicity. Allow your body to detoxify. Acknowledge the release of the emotion as you're doing the activity. Sixth, share the emotion with a good listener. So we call this venting, right? Moms, that's why we have all these great mom friends. We just get together and we vent. You're actually doing really good things for your emotional health. The goal is to find someone who's going to listen without trying to solve your problems. You don't need somebody to solve your emotions right now. You just need to get it out. And then the seventh step, the final step, which a lot of people dismiss is rejuvenate. Do something nice for yourself. So this was a lot of work. If you actually went through all six steps, it was a lot. And so you get a little treat now. So give yourself, my goodness, if you have time and the means, go get a massage. But it could be as simple as I'm just going to go sit in the backyard with a glass of wine or a cup of tea. And I'm just going to sit there for a little while and I'm going to just feel good. Whatever you choose to do, make sure you bring the intention with you of celebrating. Okay. It's not easy to allow these feelings to come up without trying to tamp them down because that is what we normally do. I don't like that feeling. I don't want to think about it. So giving yourself the freedom and the courage to address these emotions really should bring with it a celebration at the end because it's not easy. Painful experiences are a part of life. They only become toxic. Oh, please listen to this part. They only become toxic when we try to deny or repress them. Many of us hold on to emotional hurts and disappointments because we haven't been taught effective ways to deal with them. As a result of trying to suppress these old wounds, we don't experience the joy or vitality that we would like to. As an aside, there may be certain emotional toxins that are going to need several instances of clearing. This is not, I'm going to go through these steps and then I'm going to be, oh, la, 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 skipping along. There might be some hurts in your past that you're going to really have to do this several times and dig those up. And that's okay because it's only making you stronger and healthier as you do. 
I hope that helps. I hope you guys really take the time to give that a try. Check the show notes for a link to the newsletter so that you can see this in writing. Also, if you join the Nest, it's called the Nest. It's a Facebook group. If you can't find it, you can find me on Facebook or Instagram and there and, and message me and I'll help you find it. Um, but on this Facebook group, this is a very, very small group. And on there, I do, um, some mini lessons on this. And also I'm going to throw on there some meditations, um, to help with these things that we're talking about in this little mini series. So join that if you're interested, have a really great day and take care of yourselves. Talk to you soon.